Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? Welcome to Snowbound, the Ready Check Radio's Blizzard podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Time for a show. We've all done our lines. It's time to go. Yes. Feeling good. Let's do it. We're going to talk about World of Warcraft and some Overwatch 2. Yes, there actually is Overwatch 2 news today. Hidden card backs and so much more. Let's see if my co-hosts are as skeet up as I am. If you are... I'm not really skied up, people. It's a freaking joke. It's a joke. But if you're listening to this over on Spotify or watching on YouTube, head on over to the website right there, readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. All the socials are in the upper right-hand corner. Give them a follow. Give them a subscribe. Put on those notifications. really helps us out. Much appreciated. Tell a friend. And make sure you head on over to twitch.tv slash readycheckradio and join us live sometime. We got chat here already typing. They're ready to go. Let's see if the co-hosts are ready to go. First up, Mr. Dom Greco, a.k.a. Zista, out of center on his shot because he loves the dark portal. So please do not comment that I didn't know how to frame the shot. It's the pink hat that just will not be framed. Yeah, how's it going? (laughs) Good, how are you? You got Phoenix Envy. Solve the mysteries of the Phoenix in Hearthstone. Hmm. Mm. Awarded a Phoenix card back. Yeah. Mm. That was a lot of fun. And we'll 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 go into it a bit later. But yeah. yeah I had a lot of fun doing that. Chat, you're right. The hat just will not be centered. The hat does what the hat wants. Also on the uh on the line here, the blood sale buccaneer herself. Ms. Angela Mercurio, aka uh Indy. What's up? I'm not Zista. Uh, we we figured that out pre-show. We figured that out pre-show. You almost went there. That you I'm are not, not. See, I'm not off center. You are not. You have okay. an expertly framed shot on both of our parts. Um, like some people that need two hats and a jagged off-centered. And has situation. such a fragile ego, he needs to give himself an achievement every week. Right. Just to get um, him. I wonder if I can one-up his achievement next week. That's going to be on the agenda. You just wait. She's off center a little bit on purpose because she's got Kitty over there. Kitty. We do have Kitty. At least the cat isn't mauling you today. That's for sure. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> not Last in the week, mood. you were being eaten by a tiger. I, well, probably because I, I figured out that if I feed her before the show, then she'll be sleepy and like not, you know what I mean? Kind of like me. Yeah, I don't eat before the show because then I'm just, you know, sleepy. I snort seven lines. I don't You're really do that. Full of energy I don't, today. I don't really do that. Mm. Say no to drugs. Say no to yes. drugs. Anyway, let's talk about some Blizzard shit. Um, speaking of white powdery substances, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a good. Reminds one. me of that meme with the cat. Oh, it's like you're so a meme. much cocaine. Join us next week. In the week snow, you know, the cat in the snow. Or in Family next Guy when we'll the, to... the Cheetos dude is just snorting the Cheetos. <laughs> Guys, next week we'll be broadcasting straight from the mall because that's where Mike Burns being sent for all these jokes. I'm... I just came back from the mall. Oh, I thought I you said the mall. Teriyaki. Like I had to go to like one of those the survey mall. people at the mall. M-A-L-L. Jailers 
mall. The mall. The place where yeah. actually I heard inside, the mall as well. Inside Torghast. How about that? That's even worse uh, for Mike. No, no show next week. Um, if it has to be in Torghast. Um. <laughs> A uh, quick programming note, by the way, there is no gaming gumbo this Saturday. There are multiple people involved in Saturday's shows that are getting their second COVID vaccine on Friday Woo-hoo! and on Saturday. We don't expect anything, but some people have side effects and figured, you know what, let's just, instead of canceling an hour ahead of time, let's just cancel it and let that one ride. So uh, yeah. we will have the normal. I got mine last Friday yeah. and I was knocked out. I was, it was nap time. Like I didn't get, I didn't get sick. Yeah. I just very sleepy. But yep. guys, it's important to remember: side effects are normal. Yep. Side effects are good. It's yep. your immune system doing what it's supposed to do. Thank you for doing your part. So no gaming gumbo on Saturday, uh, provided Torchwick is feeling up to it. He will stream. Uh, that one might be canceled though. But Tarkoth will still be live midnight. He is not one of the ones uh, impacted by this round of uh, vaccines. So he'll still be <laughs> Tarkoth live. Tarkoth should be alive. Midnight Eastern. Yeah, he should be alive. Uh, Thursday. Just run the channel all weekend. Thursday. Uh, there's no relic grind on Thursday night. Um. And Friday, I will not be streaming World of Warcraft raiding because it is FanFest for Final Fantasy XIV. So on uh, Thursday, no Relic Grind. But on Friday, we'll be doing a five-person crossover event with State of the Realm, uh, Mr. Happy's channel, and the Relic Grind. Uh, here on Ready Check Radio. That will be on Happy's channel. We will be hosting it here on Ready Check Radio as well. And Ethis will be sitting in with Tarkoth, Happy, myself, and uh, Sly. So huge show, live reaction to the keynote. That'll start at about 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll have like an hour of just chit-chat before the keynote speech at 9 Eastern, and we'll all find out the special news together. So there you go. Anyway, back to the white powdery substances. Uh, before we get into some like real World of Warcraft news, I did think both of you would benefit from knowing, because I know you were worried, that after nine years, Blizzard has won their patent lawsuit against Worlds Incorporated. Nine long years. Technically, it was Worlds Incorporated initially going after Blizzard, so I guess Blizzard didn't win. They successfully defended uh, against a patent claim from the Massachusetts-based company, Worlds Interactive. It was filed in 2012, arguing that Activision Blizzard was violating five different patents it owned, covering, quote, a system and method for enabling users to interact in a virtual space. Okay. Uh, they accuse them of using said patents in Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. And uh, after nine years, a judge finally said, uh, hey, your claims are kind of general purpose, and that's basically what computers do and uh, display graphical results. So there's really... Nothing besides abstract ideas here. Nothing you can really patent, so... No. Good luck. 
Godspeed. This, I, like, I, I very vaguely remember when this happened. This was back in, like, I want to say Wrath of the Lich King, right? Is that, that how far back well, this goes? filed in 2012, yeah. 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 I, and I remember thinking it was ridiculous back then. So... It would have been a little. I, beyond. I did not know it was still on. It would have been after. It would have been after Lich. It would have been after Lich, because Lich was what two thousand eight, I think. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine, something well, like that. What expansion was after Wrath of Lich King Cataclysm? Mists. What? Or is it Cataclysm? I can never remember the order. Is it Cata that was after Wrath? Yeah, Cata. Yeah, Cata. So it would be more Cata so, than Wrath, but yeah, around that time. When did Cataclysm come out? After Wrath. 2010, yeah. Yeah, so it would have been, yeah. So. <laughs> After Wrath. <laughs> what, what a Thanks. dick comment. <laughs> such a Thanks. troll. But yeah, no, it's just like, I'm, I had no idea it was still going on. That's that's the point. It's just, it just blows my mind. After Wrath. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it seems like a nonsensical yeah, well, it's, adventure. It's all settled. I think it was after Burning Crusade. In a, well, that was, that was after Classic. Um, just seems like a very efficient use of our court system, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wonder how much of it was actually like, like over the nine years, how much of it was actually like being taken care of? Like, yeah, was, was it how just much like, it oh, actually we'll reconvene had in two years? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the exact quote from the judge is: "World's asserted claims use a general-purpose computer to employ well-known filtering or crowd control methods." and means that ultimately use the same to display graphical results and generate a view of the virtual world, none of which is inherently inventive or sufficient to transform the claimed abstract idea into a patent-eligible patent application. Uh, also, at the same time, I guess, you know, you kind of have to do this, right? Blizzard filed a countersuit, <laughs> just basically alleging the same yeah. thing. Like, no, those are our patents, and you stole them. So. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, in more general WoW news as well, we uh, reported a number of months back that software mirroring was no longer legal in the world of Warcraft, and the terms of service were updated. But this past week, Zista, now they clamped down on hardware mirroring. So basically, goodbye multiboxing. So if you have, like, a keyboard that can, like, split out to multiple computers, you know, whatever, like, that, that doesn't work anymore either. No surprise here, right, Indy? I mean, they had already done the software one, and you, like, you, got, you got what they were trying to do. They just have to make yeah. sure they update all the EULAs and everything. I'm happy about this. I... Personally speaking, I don't have a huge problem with people who multi-box, but when it becomes a nuisance to the other players, when it's just like a plague in a zone, then it's like, yeah, come on. I mean, like, come on. Um, so I'm kind of happy about this. Yeah, you were this. a big fan of the Druid trains. Oh, my God. It was so, <laughs> like I used to at, at a certain point, I took my priest out there because this was before um, the PvP system changed. You would either be in a PvP server or not. So on my characters on PvP servers, I would literally go and mind control those assholes off a cliff and watch the rest of them just follow because just the, rest of them were, the rest of them were programmed to res one if it was down. 
God, watch them just like train the off into a zone they couldn't recover from. And so that was like, that was kind of a little satisfying for me, but this is even more satisfying because when it, like I said, when it becomes griefing to other players who are playing the game the way it's supposed to be played, then it's an issue. Yeah, Randy Jordan. I remember this stuff going all the way back to like vanilla because I remember going into Alterac Valley and getting pyroblasted by five mages simultaneously and being like, what just happened? You know, (laughs) like you just disappear. Like your character is basically deleted at that point. (laughs) Deleted character. Community manager uh, Randy Jordan basically uh, in the forum post kind of urged everyone that if you are mirroring gameplay in any way across accounts, it is time to just stop. Uh, Action will be taken. Now, we don't know if anybody's been banned yet, but I would imagine that it's just right around the corner. So if that's you, you got to stop. If you want to play multiple accounts, you got to be on multiple uh, input devices. I don't think they had a problem when it was just impacting like PVP and and battlegrounds and things like that and and even world PVP. I think when they started having a problem is when it started being utilized to inflate the economy. I think that's when it started becoming a problem. Yeah. Uh, With all like you get five druids that all gather herbs and fly and herb the same node or mine the same node and then all fly away simultaneously and the node disappears because only five people can do it at a time. I think that's what started causing the problem. And I know this influxed in users when uh, people started farming for the uh, the Brutusor mount last expansion. Um, I, I know somebody personally in our guild uh, that did it just to get a Brutusor and then stopped doing it and got it, you know, he stopped doing it when he got his Brutusor. Um, I thought about it, but I was like, I I don't want to put that much money into five accounts, right? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, so. it's an investment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is. But I mean, but here's the thing, guys. Like, do you really think that people are going to just automatically stop? No, no. they're going to try to find ways no. around it. We're still going to probably see it, but it's a risk. If you do it, it's a risk. Yep, you run the risk of being presumably banned or at least suspended. I mean, we don't know the exacts. They don't put that type of stuff in the the EULA or anything. But you can have your account have action taken against it. Whatever the hell that means. All right, let's get to the real World of Warcraft news this week because we know that Burning Crusade is set for a June 1st launch, so just a mere few weeks away. Uh, if you're looking at playing the Burning Crusade Classic. We also have more information on exactly how that's going to work as far as what happens with servers and characters and decisions that you will make. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, the community doesn't seem to be at large very happy with some decisions that Blizzard has made when it comes to the, I don't know, the financial side of the Burning Crusade. Uh, and just a day and a half ago, you know, on the 9th, basically, uh, Asmongold took to Twit Longer to express some frustration with not only this topic, but some other topics as well. Maybe uh, it would be night it would be appropriate to say large-scale systems in the game that have persisted despite fan criticism, despite backlash, despite feedback in alphas. Uh, and it just kind of kind of went off. As a fan, though, as Asmin normally does, right? Going off with the, like, 
I love this game so much. I hate seeing certain things like this. It seems like they're mostly financial decisions now, or the developers don't know what they're doing, or maybe a little from column A and column B. As far as the systems gang specifically citing things like Soul Ash, like the acquisition of Soul Ash being time gated and, and things like that. Things that when he reflects back on, and I'm sure many of us have this, reflect back on your many years of World of Warcraft, you played because you wanted to play 10 hours, 8 hours, 14 hours, whatever you were playing, where now there's a lot of systems seemingly ingrained in the in the game that make you uh, not really want to play, but have to play. Uh, kind of milking that dwindling player base. If millions could be called dwindling, which in this case I guess it can because we're comparing 4 and 5 million to 12 million of old, so dwindling, uh, those types of systems, but also does kind of go off on uh, what we're going to talk about in depth here, the Burning Crusade stuff, where he says, now when I see a pop-up that Burning Crusade is releasing then less from than a month from now, and Illidan's iconic, you are not prepared, quote, co-opted to sell ridiculously overpriced microtransactions, I see the last bit of heart and soul of a game I loved being drained away for a quarterly earnings report. Now, before we get into the specifics of the microtransactions he is talking about, uh, Indy, your thoughts on just his general feedback here. It is critical. It is yeah. vulgar in some ways, but that's Asman. Like, you know, I wouldn't expect yeah. him to not be vulgar. He does yeah. make a point to say, this comes from a place of something I absolutely love and I'm, I feel like I'm watching it die. He doesn't use those exact words, but... And, and it feels intentional for a multitude of reasons. Do you, uh, do, you, do you agree? Or is the fangirl in you one of the ones that he says, hey, there are people, we all deserve better, but there are people still defending this type of stuff and we all need to stop. So I like Asman. Uh, I don't agree with him on everything. If I might quote, one of the things from it. his twit longer was he brings up the metaphor of a dick salad, like this amazing salad that's presented to the players, but they throw a dick in there. Right. And it, to, to be fair, that actually came from uh Bellular gaming. So oh, that's right. That's right. I'm that, sorry. And, and he does, he does source it in his too, but just credit where due because it's a wonderful I'm analogy sorry. that I will use for other things. That's right. You're correct. I'm sorry. So the metaphor from Bellular, um, and it was brought back up in this discussion um, I might like to make my own little reference to that by saying not everyone hates dicks. So like <laughs> if 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 one thing right, but one okay. player Hold on. <laughs> that, that is a tremendous point of view. It, it very much is. And I well, do want so you to elaborate, thing. but I think the point was you may like dicks, but you really don't expect them to be in your fucking salad. I mean the well where I'm going with it is that we both like it's like I can relate to him on having a deep love and and it being in your heart for the game and the game that it used to be. But the fact of the matter is, um, it will never be what it once was. And to have uh things that you don't like in the game is to be expected. And where he's you know, telling players like don't accept it, like don't stop accepting quote dog shit. Um 
I'm kind of not like, and it's not just because I'm such a Blizz fangirl. Believe me, there are so many things in this game that I would change if I could, but I just tend to not play the certain aspects that are no longer fun for me. There's, you know, if when, when the game stops becoming fun entirely, then I'll be upset and heartbroken. But I feel like right now where we're at is, are there problems? Yes. Are there things that still need to be changed? Absolutely. But you're never going to be presented as a player with an all-inclusive, like, perfect game that makes you happy in every regard. There's always going to be something wrong for somebody. Certainly, so, certainly true. Uh, certainly true. Uh, devil's yeah, advocate, though. I, I well, think these types of systems do bore the hell out of me. As a whether they be in World of Warcraft, whether they be in Final Fantasy fourteen, you know, whether they be in Final Fantasy eleven back in the day, I get why they're mm -hmm. there. Some, you know, you always have some aspect of artificially inflating the content time. I get it. This is kind of, I think, exacerbated a little bit though, Zista, in how long it's taking between nine oh and nine point one. These things, yes, they probably annoy a great many of players. But they always look at them as more a short term. Okay, there'll be more to do in 9.1, but now we have this extra weight in 9.1. And Asmund does go on to point out that it does feel bad when in alpha for multiple expansions in a row, you get feedback about these types of systems and them not being enjoyable and they stay and they stay and they stay. And then in the dot three, dot four patch, all of a sudden they get fixed in a way that lets people just jump in then and speed through it uh, as if Blizzard heard you. And when in reality, it's probably more that was their actual intent from the beginning and it really didn't matter about the feedback. And there's a certain element of how that might leave a bad taste in one's mouth. Or, or dicks in your salad. That too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Pretty sure I'm going to have to post a separate... 48 second video of <laughs> of that on YouTube that's just not everybody doesn't like dick. I mean, that's the thing, you know? It's that's how I so feel. It'll be it'll be on the new Ready Check Radio's TikTok account. Right. <laughs> like like Snowbound Mini Bite. <laughs> what's the quote? Like it's it's not the one man's trash is another man's treasure, but it's kind of like that. Related to dicks? Can I get dicks on the side? Like, do they have um, to be in the salad? <laughs> Dick on the side, please. <laughs> uh, where no, where do you just, fall on this, Zista? How how close to agreeing with Asmund or disagreeing with Asmund are you? In general, I'm not the biggest Asmongold fan. Um, he's he's an acquired and, taste, definitely. And well, the the thing is, I I don't hate Asmund, right? I don't hate him at all. Um, when I say I'm not his fan, I'm probably more saying I'm not a fan of his fans. Because if you ever spend any amount of time in his stream, his chat is just the weirdest place, and I want no part of that. Um, yeah. I, it's just, it's the environment around him that I don't enjoy. Him himself is not bad, but he makes very, very valid points here. I, I personally think, yeah, a lot of this is impacted a lot more because of the very long time between content here and like they they had to have known this gap was coming right this is not a surprise they had to have known this was coming there's not a way we could have gotten burning crusade like a month and a half earlier you know like there, 
tell me there's no way they could have put put that out earlier. The, putting that out would have at least distracted people just long enough to not make this feel as bad. For people like me who have no like intention to go into classic Burning Crusade, I never even went into classic vanilla, and that's Aww. my favorite version of wow ever where do you I, I stand on the it. system stuff that he's talking about like conduit energy and and soul ash and these just feeling like arbitrary time gated yeah. things for the sake of arbitrary time gating not because they're I, meaningful systems i mean the this stuff has all been in the game since the beginning it's just a different coat of paint every time you look at the original thing it, it was all gated behind reputations right like you would sit there and farm Thorium Brotherhood rep forever, you know, oh but <laughs> that stuff was like, you needed to find somebody to craft it. You know, in Burning Crusade, it was, uh, it was farming daily quests. That was the new, the new hotness, right? That, that was what, what was put in there. Cause I remember the, the Ogre Law dailies and the Skeddy's oh, dailies yeah. and like, Chitari's you know, the fishing guard. dailies to get your, your crocodile pets and like, there's always been these these things in and yeah it's just it's evolved and it, it, it they're nothing new we're just more aware of them now that that's that's the big thing is is we're very conscious of how this whole system takes place and now and now it's just like okay let's have a new system it's the same thing it's just called something else for a different currency or whatever i it, that's the way this game is run forever i'm used to it i don't I don't come, you know, I don't care. I don't hate it. It's it's the way the game is going. If I hated it, I wouldn't have kept playing this entire time. Um, I don't know. It's just we're more aware of it now. That's I don't I, see. I don't necessarily agree that they're the same as they were back in the day. Like when I look back at the various reputation grinds and, and you know, time wasters and stuff of Burning Crusade or, or even the beginning portions of, of Wrath, I see those more as. You know, you were you were grinding to get a, a a mount, or you were grinding to do these oddball things. There was, we now have systems well, that are grinded and gated for time to that impact your equipment. Like in the, I understand, I understand that back in the days, if you wanted a, if you wanted the the glaives, right, you were running BT over and over and over mm -hmm. and over and over, and that is a grind in and of itself. But it's an accomplishment grind. Uh, it is not this like arbitrary. Well, you can only get so much soul ash this week, so your legendary can only get to so much this, or you can only the conduit energy doesn't like it doesn't fit in the world. It doesn't fit narratively. It just seems arbitrary. Like the grinds of old were almost adventure grinds to me. Yeah, you actually did BT enough to get those glaives and you actually got the damn things to drop and man, you must have killed Illidan, what, 700 times in that process. I get it. A grind is a grind. No doubt. But one certainly feels more adventurous and participatory oh. than yeah. me doing this, well, I can only get so many valor points this week. Mm, guess my hero's done I mean on Thursday. We had as, we had as a four day weekend hero go you. <laughs> we had attunements as artificial gating uh, all the way back in started in vanilla with Naxxramas. That was the first time we had attunement. Was no, I guess molten core. You had to do that the little quest, whatever. Anixia. So yeah, we've had we've had attunements molten core. We had it again in uh, Blackwing Lair, right? We had it again Naxxramas. We had and then Burning Crusade. You know, we had Tempest Keep. 
which you, you had to do, what was it, Karazhan or Black Temple? I don't remember. You had to do Karazhan and Rolls Lair, I think, or Magtheridon. I don't remember. I don't honestly don't remember. But there was crazy attunements that you had to do and yeah. stuff that involved going to That was an adventure grind. That was an adventure grind. They were. They were. But I guess for me... You weren't gated attunement-wise because you couldn't do something right. more than X times per week. But I think for me, like, I was doing all these reputation grinds and everything, even though they're optional. I was doing them for mounts and stuff because there was really nothing else to grind. That, to me, grinding has always been part of the game and it's always felt like it is the game to me. So when it got put into quote-unquote mandatory systems, I never really noticed because it's stuff I had been doing all along. You know what I mean? Indy, what about the so. point that when you constantly try to, and these are Asman's words here, when you constantly try to reinvent the wheel every expansion, you really don't ever end up inventing the wheel. You just keep compounding system upon system upon system upon system that are used for a very finite period of time and then have to sit there in the game and aren't utilized in any meaningful way going forward, i.e. systems from Warlord stayed in Warlord, systems from Legion mm -hmm. stayed in Legion. These systems, the Soul Ash and all that stuff, they're going to stay in Shadowlands when we move on to the next thing. Uh, and that doesn't really innovate in any real long-term meaningful way. It's these little splashes in the expansions. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. Um it's a shame because I was I was one of few I usually tend to have like the unpopular opinion i.e. like actually having enjoyed my Torghast twisting corridors like I thought that was fun people are probably like what are you the world's worst masochist or what no I, I like that one too yeah I had fun um with the systems though like the, the garrison system I enjoyed like I enjoyed upgrading my garrison and I had always wished that they kept something like that in the game but I guess I guess um, it, it turned into the class hall, and then you have your uh, you have your uh, covenant sanctum, and so what are you guys? What I, I keep I going like, back and forth between me not agreeing with you and Zista agreeing with you on the Torghast thing. Okay. See, oh, he, okay. he agrees. I you were, Zista I approved you were picking, on the. I thought Twisting you were picking quarter. on me about the garrison. I would never um, pick on you. I know better than that. I don't want to get my ass kicked. I don't do that. I'm 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 a you healer. Send, you send people to do it. <laughs> I'm a healer. Okay. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Uh but no, I can understand that. Like I do wish sometimes there have been certain things that were that that were introduced into the game for one expansion that I'm like, why is this not carrying over? Why is this not something we can build onto? Why is this not something we can kind of recycle and make better? Um, so yes, that is annoying, and I agree on that in that regard. <laughs> Just the chat is amazing. Um, <laughs> if you're not watching it live, <laughs> you're really missing out. Come stop by and say hi. Uh, <laughs> just Indy, I don't know why you type that. Just imagine what? Indy at a restaurant getting the salad, then she's eating and she looks over <laughs> at my plate. You gonna eat that dick? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like, you know how people pick things out that they don't want? Like, if people are picking things out of their salad they don't want, I'm like, oh, hey, I'll take those pickles. Hey, so, you don't so, want that dick? You don't want that so, dick? So, Indy, if you ever go out to eat with me, hmm? I would just slide the plate of salad over to you. You just have okay. the whole thing. I don't want it. Okay. That works, too. Dicks or not, down I, on a salad. No Yo, you part of the salad. Dick? 
I, I might I might pick the croutons out. That's about it. Let anyway, no dick go to waste. Onto the Burning Crusade portion that, that Asmund did allude to, and I want to talk about a little more here, because there are a lot of people miffed about this. We're going to talk now about some of the monetization options, whether that be buying some additions of the game itself, whether that be some of the uh, character functions that you can have. Uh, whether it's cloning, boosting, whatever. We're going to talk about all those, give you the prices for those since now we know them in anticipation of the June 1st. Some of these will actually go live. I think it's the 18th uh, next Tuesday when the pre-patch goes in. You'll be able to do these. Now, before we do that, it is absolutely vital to me that I get this across to you. You do not have to spend money on any of these to play Burning Crusade Classic. You can under your current sub, go play. And the way it's going to work, for those of you that are already in Classic, is you will make a selection on if you want to leave your person in Classic or roll to Burning Crusade Classic. The servers as they are now will all automatically roll to Burning Crusade Classic. Okay? If you want to stay in Vanilla Classic copies of those servers are being spun up that will just stay classic as they are with your character names, your guild names, your progress, all that stuff. Okay? And that's where you will stay if you want to do that. That is oh, also side note for those of you that pick that option, you will have to download yet another fucking client. <laughs> just a side note because in the launcher all of the current classics will roll to t to burning crusade so you will have to re-download a vanilla client if you opt to keep your character there okay now that is all covered under your 15 dollars subscription so no additional fees that's your disclaimer the rest of these are optional but even being optional they're creating a little bit of angst <laughs> So let's start with, I think, the most obvious one that people actually might have a choice to make if they've been playing Classic, and that's character cloning. If you don't want to have your character just on one or the other, Classic or Burning Crusade Classic, you can opt to have a character clone, uh, cloned ahead of the June 1st release. And the way that will work is that you will pay a fee and your character will be <gasps> cloned on both you will have your 60 on classic and you will have your 60 if you're at level cap on burning crusade ready to level to 70 through burning crusade content and you'll do that on a per character basis a per character basis okay now we knew that and we knew that as a result of blizzcon line that they were going to offer that service we all knew that there was going to be a fee involved. So I don't think anybody's surprised that there's a dollar amount here, Indy. But what I think is more surprising is the actual amount. So starting May 18th, if you want to opt into character cloning service, you can at a price tag of $35 per character. Per <laughs> character per character mm -hmm. I got to admit I didn't play classic I am considering playing 
Burning Crusade because that was my, you know, nostalgia punch was Burning Crusade into Wrath. So I'm considering it. Uh, I that that is much higher than I anticipated this to be. I honestly saw this as like a ten to fifteen dollar character naming, character transfer swap type, and I know that's a little more expensive than it used to be too, but. I honestly saw this as a $10 or a $15 job, not a $35 job, particularly knowing that that character on Classic exists. They're just not letting me play it. It has to exist for the way that they're doing this server stuff. They're moving mm -hmm. all the Classics automatically to TBC and cloning those servers as they are. So my character's there. 35 bones, Indy. Unpopular opinion coming. <laughs> you ready for it? If they're not forcing you guys to clone your characters. So you get the option to proceed to Burning Crusade with your characters. So if you want all of your characters on Burning Crusade, just take that route. Like the, it, there's a fork in the road. You're being forced to make a choice. Yes. But if you want your character on both realms, it comes with a price and I'm fine. Like I don't plan on doing the clone because I'm going to have two priests, but it, it's not like you can't have a character on the old classic and a character on burning crusade. You just have to either make a new character or cough up the fee. Um, back in the day when burning crusade came out, if you wanted to transfer servers, that was a hefty fee. People are really upset about this, saying it should only be $10 or $5. But if it was only $5 or $10, everybody would do it. Everybody would have characters on both servers. And, and that could create a problem in, in itself right there. Um, it's a convenience. It's a bit of a luxury to have a copy of the same character. Could you imagine if somebody could have their same character across multiple servers for $10? Could you imagine what kind of an issue that would cause? So I'm fine with $35. I think that it should be appropriate for the convenience that it, that they're giving. It's nothing like it's more work for them. I'm not saying it's more work for Blizzard, but it should certainly come at a cost that's more than $10, I think. Um, so unpopular opinion. Sorry about that. But $25 to $35 is not making me cry inside. Zista, agree, disagree? Um, I actually lean more toward the same side with Indy, um, because I, I get from like the, uh, the server side of it, you know, wanting to not, you know, flood up a lot of, uh, like processing space, you know, it's, it's not the storage space, right? Cause character data can all, you know, that, that cannot be massive amounts. You know, we can, we can store 70 gigabyte games on, on something the size of a Nintendo Switch little drive, right? So the maybe back whenever, you know, like when Burning Crusade came out, that that was a much bigger problem. Now, storage is not really an issue, but it's probably the 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 processing of all the like when it launches everybody wants to clone their character if, if it's five dollars then yeah it's going to be flooded the systems are going to be flooded stuff is going to start crashing we've seen blizzard launches and we know what kind of chaos that stuff causes so part of it i think is okay but 35 per character is a little insane because if you're 
if you're somebody that that started playing on a classic guild and you've leveled three or four characters and you're still active and maybe you haven't finished uh killing uh Kel'Thuzad yet you know uh, not everybody has guarantee you it um and, and you your guild is still working on it and they still want to go but you also want to proceed and do burning crusade stuff in your downtime because you're done farming you're done boosting your character all you could do is during raid time or something like that so yeah maybe you want to clone the character and progress a little bit in burning crusade and start getting a head start over there 35 a character if you have three or four characters that you're interested in moving i think it should at least be like 35 for the account you know or or the or that server or something like that but I don't know. Yeah, so it's, this is obviously a very niche purchase to begin with, right? Yeah. You are talking about somebody that has leveled on Classic and is interested in continuing the Burning Crusade, but also continuing on Classic to begin with. Most people are kind of going to be like, I'll, yeah. I'll stay. I want to stay on Classic because that's what my guild's doing. Or we're going to go to Burning Crusade because that's what my guild's doing. We're, we're talking about a pretty niche audience of, of yeah. people that would buy this product anyway. This is the one but, that I think is the most reasonable out of all of them, though I still think it's a little high. But we're talking about a company that has posted record profits for quarter after quarter after quarter. And if it actually took work, I, 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 would, I would probably be more on your side, Indy. But I, I love you to death, but I think we got to agree, uh, disagree on this one. Only because... They've publicly talked about how this whole process works. Everything is moving to Burning Crusade. Mm -hmm. There's a stopgap and there's a, hey, take a picture. Now move everything to Burning Crusade. By the way, take that picture and load it into this third vanilla classic client that people will have to download, which means there's an image of my characters already there. Like, it's there whether I buy this or not. That image of my character is there just in case I buy this. Mm -hmm. I, 35 bones. I didn't expect it to be free. I didn't expect it to be free. I'm all for, you know what? You're giving me basically now three versions of the game for $15 a month. Cool, 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 cool. You know what? I don't mind giving you 10 or 15 bucks to give me an, a copy of my character on that server. Uh, I'm not that entitled that I think it should be free. But I this also know time, that though. there's like nothing. This, it's just put a check mark in a box that says this shows up on my classic login screen. I, that's all this See, really is. I look at it as more than that, though. This is the first time. Let's think back to all of the character services we've had to date. Every character service, name change, faction change. Um, you could change your guild's faction. You could transfer servers. You could like alter your character in so many ways. But in what this is the first time that we are being allowed to have multiple instances of the same character on multiple servers. So I'm happy that it's not going to just be yeah, but, you know, but it's only a five, multiple $10 instances grab. of the same character for a moment. For a moment. After that, they are two totally different characters that just happen to share the same name on two totally different clients. Not just servers, two totally different clients. So you're, you're not they, playing the same character. You're cloning, though. I'm cloning. We, never I'm asking for to access to something that's already been cloned. That's what I'm paying for. 
Right. I guess I just don't see the problem in it. If if everybody did it, then it, it would just be excessive and extremely convenient. And I like maybe I like things being hard. Like if you really want another priest, if I if I have a level sixty priest in vanilla, I'm going to be one of those that leaves that sixty priest in vanilla because she has yet to get benediction. She has yet to get that full set that I wear that everybody right. makes fun of. She's not getting cloned or I'm sorry, transferred or cloned because I'm just going to make a brand new priest. Yep. And, and she's technically it. getting cloned. And, you're just not. And, and Geecher has it right. I'm not in, paying. To, chat, I'm not paying to have it. Yeah. Geecher has it right. This isn't newfangled technology on Blizzard's side either. They clone for yep. the PTR all the time. True. The time. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so this isn't like newfangled. I don't know. I think this one's overpriced. Indy, you're you're fine with it. Uh, Zista, you think I'm that thirty five is fine, like, but maybe yeah. on a per account or a per server basis, not a per character basis. Yeah. All right, well, look at that. We ran the gamut but of like, all the possible options on that one. I think. But yeah. like at the same time, it's like this is going to come up every single time. The next classic. Thing comes up like thirty five dollars to to keep it on a burning crusade when you move to wrath of the lich king thirty five dollars when you go from lich king to cataclysm thirty five dollars from cataclysm to pandaria you know yeah. so it's it's just like it's gonna keep going and so on and so forth yeah and this is one of those asman goal or asman made the, making the point on these that these are ridiculously in his opinion kind of just taking advantage of the dwindling player base to scrape more money more money more money the other two they items are in the, the middle of a pandemic as well not a lot of people have financially become stable yet you know people are still trying to get there uh, a lot of people still have lost their jobs entirely like people cannot be expected to shell out this kind of money one of the item, other items we knew was coming was a boost to level 58 for those of you that did not play Classic or didn't make it to 60 in Classic or, you know, had no interest in Classic, but you'd like, may, like me, you know, this might be something I consider. $40, though. I don't know. <laughs> uh, if you want to just jump into Classic, limit one per account. So no multiple characters on your account. And you can't use it on Blood Elf or Draenei, obviously, for you know different world-first achievements and races and things like that as far as leveling. But that boost, that boost, 40 bones. Again, we knew there was going to be a fee. We knew it was going to be one per account. We knew you couldn't use it on Blood Elf and Draenei, all from BlizzCon line. The only thing new on this getting to the level 58 is that it is 40 bones. Yay, unay, oh. Indy. Right, right now in in the the live game, a character boost is sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now, so um, th- this is there's seven expansions between this. So you're fine with this this particular price point, Zista? No, no. What I'm saying is forty dollars and sixty dollars with seven expansions between. Like that's the no. I'm not sure what you you're saying. Are you saying the was? 60 is too high as well? No. <laughs> they both I'm saying like relative, relative, or relative like looking to at each it. other, this should be $20, $30. Yeah, yeah. It gotcha. should be way okay. lower is, is what I'm saying. Gotcha, okay. Especially if it's only one time. I could see if you're trying to make a system that like is in place to prevent people from using it to abuse it, and you have like, you know, seven characters, eight characters, ten characters on the account. You literally limited this to one. That that's a little ridiculous. 
Indy? Well, these services weren't available back then, were they? To my knowledge. And so you couldn't boost yourself unless, of course, you paid somebody to, like, boost you in dungeons. Right, right, right. I'm, again, and this is not me just being fangirl. I'm fine with this. And actually, if they, not to dig up something dead and buried, but if they made it limited to one per account for the cloning for, like, $5, I would be fine with that, too. My my thing is, is that if you make something too cheap or make it too accessible, it will can and will be exploited at some point. Um, and again, this is not a service I personally plan on using. So while it doesn't affect me per se, I think that if you're going to, you know, drop $40 to have a character instantly at 58, then it's to me, that's like worth it. I don't see the problem. And uh, this is talking about like the discrepancy in levels, I guess, because for $60, you can transcend uh, across every expansion to date versus $40. But I think the $40 is mainly because this is something new. It wasn't available back then. So I'm going to tell you, I, I, have a, I have a bit of a different think... take on this one than both of you. Okay. I feel like the $40 is fine. Would it, would I be happy if it was 30 or 35? Sure, absolutely. But I, I'm okay with the $40. What I feel should happen, though, is that the live version needs to be knocked down to $40 as well. Because essentially, in the number squish and with the chromey stuff, you really are only playing one expansion anyway if you're leveling mm -hmm. a new character. So while I can appreciate the point of six, seven expansions worth of content... It's not like they're melting you through six or seven expansions yep. of content. They're ex they're expanding you through one, you know, when you get that yep. that boost up to get to to Shadowlands. So I feel like they should both be forty then uh, at this point. At at one point, I understood why maybe they would charge a little more to take you to a hundred and ten, and and fly you through five and six expansions. I, 40 is on this one I don't feel nearly as, you know, bad spending $40, but I'd feel better spending 30. Like this is not one where I'm like this should be 10, like the 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 account cloning. This should be 10 or 15. But I don't feel horrible spending 40. I don't feel horrible spending 40. If again also... because we're talking about a niche audience, literally me's people that did not play classic but might want to do burning crusade and don't want to go level through classic just to do it that's a niche that. audience yeah and you know what like honestly i'm gonna say this just because I, I guess i'm speaking from the point of view of a player who doesn't enjoy alts who like i throw all my resources and all of my time and energy into my priest and you guys all know this. Like right. I am focused and devoted and fixated on my priest. If I run an alt, it's to support the all priest. of these prices are horrid. If you're an altaholic, I mean they are. Yeah, just and I was horrid. reading chat. I was reading Omi. Like what? So if you're a player who's an altaholic, I'm sorry. I wasn't really thinking of you with my responses. If I were somebody who enjoyed multiple characters, multiple alts uh, at max level, this would absolutely be uh, pretty crappy news so i can understand yeah. that um and i do like i guess from that perspective yes my point of view would change but because i still have I'm the same like, point of view 35 dollars, whether it's one player or multi uh, uh multiple alts for character cloning that's ridiculous and dumb particularly the way you're doing this 40 
Still feels bad. It feels really bad if you play alts on classic and want to take that, or, or you you want to take alts, uh, spin up alts, and play them in Burning Crusade. But for one character, I might bite the bullet and give you forty dollars here. The last package is the seventy dollar deluxe edition of the Burning Crusade. Remember, there is no box price for the Burning Crusade classic to begin with. If you just want to go and play. Mm -hmm. uh, but this deluxe edition is $70. It gives you the reawakened phase hunter mount. Now that can actually uh, only be used in Burning Crusade. However, you do get the Viridian phase hunter mount. That can be used in current Shadowlands or Burning Crusade, and it gives the, the current game's visual style. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, that one can only be Shadowlands, right? Right? Um, yeah. Modern... Warcraft, yeah, can't, not in the classic, not at all. in the classic. Yeah. Uh, Dark Portal Hearthstone for use in BC, Path of Illidan Toy for BC, though the toy box wasn't there yet, so I'm not exactly sure how that one's going to work. Um, the Dark Portal Pass, which does give you the boost to level 58 and 30 days worth of game time. And this, I this is the one I hate the most, <laughs> and it's totally fucking optional. I know. I know, I know. I just hate how this is priced at $70 and why they're trying to do this. So look at this from my perspective, Zista. Yep. I didn't play Classic. I'm mm -hmm. interested in BC. I don't really mm -hmm. want to do 0 through 60. That's not what I want to jump into Classic for. Right. So I'm already considering the boost at 40 right. bones. And I already know... My sub is fifteen dollars. Mm -hmm. This feels a little grimy now, because so, somebody well, in my position, way, right? this is With this is one hundred percent aimed at looking at somebody similar to me and saying, right. you know, mm -hmm. we could probably get. He'll probably see this package and go, well, hell, that boost is forty. My sub is fifteen. Yep. That's fifty-five. You inspired fifty-five. Can we? Can we get that extra fifteen from him? We squeeze it out. Yeah. And then I feel really but, bad for people like you, Zista, who, and I don't right. think you're going to do this, but maybe you will. You are such a mount whore <laughs> that these mounts, even though you may have no intention of playing Classic or Burning Crusade Zero. Classic, these mounts might be enough to just bilk you of $70. Well, mount, mount Singular. Mount. Yeah, because you won't be able to use the one stay. because you're not yeah. in BC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so really it comes down to, for me, right, somebody looking at this, is the Hearthstone and the Toy, which can only be used in Burning Crusade Classic. Those don't even carry over into Live. Right. Those are only for Classic. Uh, and, and then the, the Boost and the, the, the Classic Mount, right, those are all off the table. So out of this, I get 30 days of game time and I get a Mount. Typically, mounts in the mount store go for 25 game time, 15. That's $40. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? If this was priced, or even just a, a, a bundle for $40 that even just came with the mount in game time that had nothing to do with the Burning Crusade extra stuff, yeah, I absolutely would buy it. I just want you, this, you, you to know, by the way, that since we're talking about Burning Crusade, I couldn't resist putting in a video guide to how to run Karazhan. Uh, mm -hmm. 
So this is credit where due. This is Warrior TSW's guide from 2016 Aww. on how to run Kara in uh, in the Burning Crusade. But Good that times. extra thirty dollars, can't do it. I cannot do it as much as I collect all these mounts, and I've never missed a collector's edition. I, even the the regular. The vanilla wow like i have the collector's edition for that one as well i have mini diablo uh you know the the panda cub and uh i don't remember what the third pet was i hope somebody gets the nightmare zergling is a zergling um i have all the like i have every single one in burning crusade we had the the nether whelp pet you know like yeah. no can't do it Indie seventy bones, yes, no. Um, I've always been one to always purchase digital deluxe editions of everything. Uh, before those were available, I was waiting in line. Uh, midnight the night of releases for my collector's editions. This is going to probably be a pass for me, even though if you add it up with the boost, forty dollars, you you get the uh, thirty days of game time, and then the items, which the path of Illidan was a TCG quote-unquote yep. toy, but it yep. was a consumable that had right. charges. That's, so that's why charges. I said at the beginning of this, I'm not quite sure not how they're going to do that because the toy box wasn't a thing yet. So Yeah, so yeah, unless, they're 50 creating, unless they're creating a new... I, I still have mine in the bank, but unless they're creating a new item that doesn't have charges on it, I don't see how this could hold a whole lot of value because it's going to be consumed at some point. Um, but to some players, they might want they might want that Hearthstone. They might want the two mounts right um i'm not like so like it's for me i'm fine without them i will live without them so this isn't a sell for me but um i mean overpriced yes i guess for somebody that really wants the items within they'll have to do some they'll have to decide my question is is it going to include a boost in addition to the one like is is the 40 dollar boost what if somebody purchased it in addition to the that digital? Is that is limited to one per account. Okay, so that, you can't yeah. even purchase it. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say that might be somebody's way around. You know, the... the yeah. But, so I'm yeah. not nearly as entitled as a lot of people screaming on forums, but I, to wrap this portion up for me, the cloning is overpriced. I'm sorry. The cloning is overpriced for, for the work that it's literally going to be a checkbox on a duplicated server that gives me access or not. Stop it. Uh, the boost is, I think, slightly overpriced. I'd either like to see that knocked down to 30 or keep it at 40, but then knock down the live version to 40 as well because they're essentially doing the same thing, skipping one expansion's worth of content. Uh, and this digital package, this deluxe $70 ones, I hate the idea of this one all the way around, not because of its price point, but because of its grimy feel to people that aren't going to play uh, BC or Classic. Let's try and get them a mount. Uh, yeah, throw a mount in there. We'll get the Zistas of the world. Or, hey, no, somebody looking at boost, uh, a boost and a one-month sub at $55, let's see if we can get them for an extra 15 baby. They shake their <laughs> chest at me, and I'm like, okay, here's another 15. Uh, well, if I was in your position, Mike, I absolutely would buy this. You know, I if I planned on playing the Burning no, Crusade not, Classic, I would buy it. I can't do it. I can't. Do no, it. I would. I'm just saying, if I was you, I would do no, it. I'm not. I'm not telling you to no, do it. No. 
Got he feels too grimy, Zesta. Mr. Toucan in chat has a question. But so go ahead and put that, it in That's there, the Mr. difference between the two of us. Well, that's one of them. I mean, there's a there's, <laughs> there's a lot of differences between us. No, that's, <laughs> that's the only one. one. Uh, before we leave Blizzard, one. and we do have other stuff to talk about, or before we leave World of Warcraft, uh, has anybody been like taking... I know generally none of the three of us are like watching strategies and stuff like that for upcoming raids on PTR, but I have peeked at just some of the bosses and kind of like their look and stuff like that. Any early favorites, or are you guys totally avoiding like PTR stuff uh, until 9-1 comes out? I've, I've, I'm not on PTR. Um, like you're not watching anything. You're just totally ignoring it. I'm ignoring that, but uh, I've been <laughs> I've been trying to get my Keystone Master done in retail, so that I've been kind of tunnel visioning a little bit. I'm a little behind the curve. A little behind the curve. What about you, Zista? Um, for the most part, I've been avoiding it because I'd like to be surprised. But did catch one. And I don't want to spoil it, but for those that know me and know my favorite raid, I'm excited for one boss in particular. Well, who? I don't want to spoil it. Oh, come on. So if you know my favorite raid, the boss yes. from my favorite raid. I don't listen to anything you say. Look at this main fight. See? I miss that. I miss that. Mr. Toucan wants me to tell you to go sub to a YouTube channel, but I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> Is that a nice compromise? How about 500 bits? I was offered 1,000 bits. so <laughs> 500 bits since I, I didn't give the YouTube name. You sell out. Yeah. Don't trust all or nothing. I guess nothing. That sucks. Uh, yeah, don't trust my opinion on Mr. Toucan because it has been bought. His my opinion has been bought. All of my <laughs> reviews. Are yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I would say the name of the the encounter, but for the other people that are avoiding information, I don't want to ruin stuff oh, coming out. You know, stop it. Let's talk Diablo. Let's talk Diablo. I do like uh, Sylvanas's bow. Oh, here we go. I do like that. Here we go. Oh, are we is this the check in? Is. is this the check in? I called it. I called it. <laughs> are you in yet? No, I can unregister though. Not in yet. No. I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting to that point. They're gonna make me unregister. Well, I mean, you won't have to wait long because, according to an earnings call, it is on track for release. Quote: Later this year. Later this oh. year. I'm gonna play it like once, so it doesn't really even matter. I mean, I, you know, I gotta say, uh, watching footage of it actually looks pretty good. Uh, I. I've played this. I've played Diablo Immortal. I played it at BlizzCon. The game is tremendously fun. If you are a fan of any of the Diablos, you will enjoy it. I mean, it looks an awful Problem lot is, like Diablo 3 in just I some more bite-sized chunks. on my phone. Just some more like bite-sized chunks so that like if you got to get I off agree. the bus, you're fine. I don't want a game on my phone either. I don't either. I'm not a big mobile guy. But just port it to the Switch. Later this year. Later this year. Port it to the Switch. Then I'll play it all day long. Later this year. Blue stacks? No, that's 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 not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also got a little info from uh, the Diablo 2 Resurrected team, by the way. Principal designer Rob 
uh, Gallerani was talking to IGN and said that the game's still in progress. We did our tech alpha from a design side. We have lots of thoughts about additional quality of life stuff coming up so we can make the game better. But I thought this was an interesting little point. It's not a lot of information. But lead artist Chris Amrell added that the team can't promise they'll actually change everything that people gave them feedback in the alpha. But when there are things we agree with, we can push that a little further. But they have a simple line. They don't want to make the game easier. They do want to make the game easier to play, but not make the game easier. And, and if, if you don't understand the distinction there, because right. you know it's kind of vague, they kind of give the example, Indy, that they're not going to allow you to carry infinite arrows or have a larger inventory. Because while both of those would be something that old school players might enjoy, that ultimately f changes the fundamentals of the game and, mm -hmm. and what Diablo 2 is. So they still want you to be, do I pick this item up or do I leave it there? You know, the, Do I yes. go back to town or, or do I not? Just because they're looking at ways to make the game easier to play from a UI standpoint and a system standpoint, they don't want to have that impact the core experience. So those of you that were concerned you might be getting Diablo 2 light in this remaster or this uh yeah remaster i don't think that's going to be the case at least not intentionally you know where i stand on that i'm i'm a fan of maintaining the original integrity of the game if it is a re-release or a remaster you know what like things are looking great i checked out some of the well it looks like we're talking about that next so i won't jump to that yet but um i'm a huge fan of things remaining the same no changes this does some of these uh, models that we're starting to see as we see more mm -hmm. and more and more footage just look amazing. So uh, to, give you, to give you an example, uh, here we have the original Blood Raven. Yeah, dance, Blood Raven, dance. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet back in the day. Here we have the new one. Smexy. Smexy. I love how it's still Diablo-esque, though. Very you know what much. I mean? Yeah, very yeah. much. Like, you look at that, and you know what game that's from. You know what game yes. that's from. Here, here's another. This one's a good one. Act 1 boss and Dariel with the uh, bouncing chesticles. Oh. And the nipple clamps. And the nipple <laughs> clamps, yeah. You can just barely <laughs> tell on the original models that there were, there were nipple clamps on there in a chain. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> in the new model, you can definitely tell. You can definitely tell. Shit's pierced. <laughs> <laughs> I Again, I'm liking more and more and more what I'm seeing. I can't wait. I can't wait. That is it. That is at least three more pixels. Yeah, there's at least three more pixels <laughs> in there. <laughs> in there. Uh, My favorite one, though, is Griswold. Yes, that was going to say that too. Yeah. Uh, Overwatch, ladies and gentlemen, Overwatch. So China and Blizzard might have like had a you know a intersection again. Remember a few months back, a year back, or whatever it was, they went ahead and banned Hearthstone player for comments uh, regarding Hong Kong and and Taiwan. Yeah. Well, we're back at it again, except it wasn't actually 
Blizzard that really did anything here, except if you read between the lines, the Overwatch League itself might have actually mediated the situation a little bit. A little bit. Um, I'm going to pronounce this wrong again. <laughs> Uh, say B.O.B. made some comments on a stream in April about the One China policy, about Taiwan, about Hong Kong, and of course, that upset China. They're a little sensitive when it comes to that topic. And so a lot of the Chinese Overwatch teams decided we're going to boycott and we're not going to take part in any events. Uh, that park is at. Uh, so, yeah. Well, a few weeks go by, and uh, maybe on the West you didn't even know about this until recently because it really became public in the news but, uh, this past week. But ironically, it, it became public after it was, for the most part, resolved. So in April, the comments are made. In mid-April, uh, an apology is made. An apology is made, but the Chinese teams, uh, particularly like the Dragons, right? They they came out and said, you know, uh, on Weibo, uh, you know, Chinese Twitter, basically, uh, that from the moment we saw these remarks, um, whoops, sorry, that's not what I wanted to read. Where's the apology? They kind of ignored the apology. <laughs> Um, yeah, here it is. In addition, although the player has posted an apology afterwards, I personally feel this apology is not worthy of recognition and acceptance, so the total boycott of the player will continue. This was from SHD underscore Van, talking about the Shanghai, from the perspective of the Shanghai Dragons. Uh, then, as this breaks, we find out that all these teams have said, hey, we're, we're going to play, everything's cool now, and basically all issued the same statement. Uh, this one coming from Spark. Our team is very concerned about voices from our community and among our fans, and we respect the many emotions that have risen due to the team's viewpoints previously expressed that they were going to boycott. Through the active involvement of the Overwatch League and with collaboration from the teams involved, we recently had many rounds of discussion and finally reached an agreement on this incident. Meanwhile, all teams have agreed that providing the best competitive matches for our fans around the world is the number one priority. We will resume normal activities with each other based on mutual respect and unity, and we look forward to making our fans proud in the upcoming tournaments. Now, what has happened in the background? Anybody's guess. Anybody's guess. We have the statements in early April, the apology on April 14th. A couple more weeks go by before it's really caught in the news at the beginning of, uh, beginning of May last week. And then within two or three days of it breaking that there was this boycott that apparently had already been going on for a month now, even though the season didn't start yet, right? So they were future boycotting, saying we're not going to. They didn't actually have to boycott anything. They just threatened that they were going to when the season started. By the way, there were some exhibitions and stuff where everybody seemed to be playing along just fine during the boycott. All of a sudden, it becomes news, and two or three days later, it's settled with the help of the Overwatch League and... So what happened behind the scenes? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't expect this stuff to get any easier to deal with uh, because of, you know, you want that Chinese money. And when you want that Chinese money, you kind of, 
you got to play by those rules or you run the risk of not getting that Chinese money. And Blizzard's already dabbled into this pool indie with Hearthstone before and didn't like it, I'm sure, from the potential conflict with China portion, but also the backlash of its own player base outside of China for apparently kowtowing to China uh, on these particular topics. I don't think this is going to go away anytime soon. No. No. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not like personally invested in the, this issue or Overwatch, but I still think that if, if it comes down to, and I'm reading this site on Translate, so, you know, I'm, I'm not getting, I'm probably not getting the whole story here. Um, but I do think that, you know, it's, it's not going away. It's not getting swept under the rug. It's definitely something that's going to require a, a response and, in order to resolve. And um, I, I don't even know if this is something that will be resolved by Overwatch 2, if you're, if you're asking my honest opinion. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. And I we don't even it. know when that's going to be. Um, by the way, the uh, Shanghai Dragons went ahead and then after that, drop the May melee to uh, the Dallas Fuel. Uh, just interesting side note there. So maybe a little bit of a distraction. Uh, hey, Zista, I wanted to ask you, do you think we're getting the anniversary soon? Like we thought like maybe May, mid-May, but now it's looking like maybe it'll be later than normal, around May 24th-ish probably. Um, I don't... Let me, let me look real quick. Um, uh... What anniversary event? It's usually, I believe, next month. I think that's typically when it runs. Um, uh, no, I think it's normally mid-May, isn't it? I'm looking right now. Pulling up the... I was actually playing Overwatch with a friend who exclusively Wiki. plays Overwatch. So... 2017 was May 23rd to June 12th, May 22nd to June 11th, May 24th. 24th would be right on par then, huh? Yeah. May yeah. 19th to June 9th, yeah. Well, the reason I kind of peg it on the 24th is we talked uh, two weeks ago when we kind of did like a whole Overwatch special, the three of us. We talked about maybe getting some Overwatch 2 news besides Kaplan leaving, right? They, they just teased that they were going to get some announcements. And we speculated maybe around the anniversary because that seems to be the next time we're going to have a big Overwatch info dump. Why not put some Overwatch 2 info in there? Well, next week we're getting two hours of Overwatch 2 footage specifically detailing PvP. For those of you that have been concerned that all the focus was on PvE and not retaining your PvP base, a concern we brought up two weeks ago, there hasn't been much, but on May 20th, Blizzard's going to hold a two-hour-long live stream focused on the PvP side of the uh, sequel of Overwatch 2. They said that the stream will also include appearances by Overwatch 2 game director Aaron Keller, who just took over for Kaplan, uh, with lead hero designer Jeff Goodman and associate art director Dion Rogers. You're going to see new maps, major gameplay updates, reinvigoration of the core Overwatch experience, buzzword, quote, 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 quote. That'll be May 20th on Twitch and YouTube at 3 p.m. Eastern. And then, by the way, they're going to do an AMA on Reddit on <gasps> May 24th. Mm. Hmm. 
That's good news, right? Like we're going to see it exciting. this month, Overwatch 2. I don't care because it's the PvP side of things, but that's fine. I got to be happy for, for you cats that, that actually do uh, enjoy the PvP side. But Even still seeing don't. like the way the engine and everything is going to work mm -hmm. and, and little changes that it like that's going to carry over into the PvP uh, PvE elements of the game as well. Um, yeah. So it, it's still going to be worth a watch for you even if you're not invested in the actual pvp stuff you're gonna see yeah, how and I host much this, has, things have changed the environment show to, about bliss you know. shit so i kind of gotta watch anyway <laughs> yeah it's exciting you're not just getting like a little 30 second glimpse of like bits and pieces they're going to actually stream hours of this content and like i said like zista said even if you're in it for the pve like campaign or questing mode that that might be available you're probably still going to be seeing the same maps. They're just going to be uh, situated for a different. Uh, well, they objective. say new maps too, so we'll yeah, see no, no, some no. New I maps, mean new yeah. maps. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like if you're in a map for PvP, the same map might have PVE objectives. You know what I mean? Like I think it. I think, I think it'll multi-purpose. Because when they introduced didn't long ago when they introduced campaigns, you would still use the same maps to do your objectives. Right. Or were they just holiday things? No, you're right. I don't know. I'm excited about this because I really like, honestly, I've been dipping my toe into Overwatch lately to try and get back into it. And um, I'm excited for all of this new stuff because I want to be excited about this game again. Be careful with the Overwatch. You might find a dick in it. I'm just saying there might be. I won't mind. There might be an Overwatch, a few dicks. There may be um, many. Yeah. I mean, I'm logging in, so. Well, there's one big dick right there. <laughs> well, there uh, you go. Zista, on the AMA, what do you want to ask? One question. What's the one? They'll 100% answer it. What are you going to ask? Um. Oh, come on. The answer's release date. Um. Now. No, I don't want that. Yeah, I, want, I want a good question. Yeah, like, what, what's, what's the next hero? The, like the next unannounced hero like i don't want I don't indeed want it's release date. date isn't it like i don't want you it. can ask one question and you know they're going to answer it on the ama you're going to ask release date right no what are you asking i don't think i'm asking release date oh i'm definitely asking release date what are you going to ask then is it just me or I, does mike no. sound like a robot yeah I uh, might on Discord. You're a robot, Mike. I'm I didn't a robot. Hear what you said. I'm a robot. Okay. You sound clear now. Okay, okay now you're I back. I said, what are you but asking? You like... Yeah, Discord must have lagged out. What are you asking you if you're not going to ask about release? Oh, um, I would be interested in... Oof. I mean, the, I don't know if we're going to get these answers, but like, as somebody who used to enjoy... um the more PVE aspects of a PVP game, like, you know, going back to like old Tom Clancy games, I would like to know what modes will be available for us PVE enthusiasts um, and not just like escort this and escort that. Like for healer support class people like me, are there going to be like uh, modes of gameplay where we are absolutely crucial to the success of those missions? Fair enough. Now, I didn't actually have Hearthstone in the show notes when we did them because there really wasn't much Hearthstone news this past week. But Zista, you found a way to get your favorite card game on the damn show. What What is this about Phoenix Max? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so there was this um, achievement people had discovered hidden in the, the new Hearthstone update that said something like the Secrets of the Barons, and it rewarded a card back. And then people saw, you know, the card back was in the, um, like the, uh, what was it? This, in this screen here, where, you know, if you go all the way to the end of it, you get ones that you don't have. I have, I have too many card backs. So you get, like, all these ones at the end here that you don't have. It's like, Ooh. oh, this one, um, let me hide. Um, like this one you get from winning five games in June, right? It's clearly not June yet, so I don't I don't have this one. But you know, so uh the Phoenix card back was listed in this this list here. And uh people were like, What 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 is this? How do you get this? And nobody quite knew. It, it, this this is the card back, by the oh, way. It's so pretty Solve the mysteries hidden throughout the barons. Yeah. So it was a little insane. Um, people discovered that on certain classes, there was there's four of them. Uh, it is the rogue, the warrior, um, was it hunter and druid? I believe. So uh, you had these uh, these crazy crazy secret things to do, like for example, on the rogue, you had to play. A bunch of uh, cards you, in a very specific order. You had to play uh, a card call, called Bamboozle, which is two mana. Uh, a card Plagiarize, which is two mana. A card Yoink, which is one. Coerce, which is three. And Potion of Illusion, which is four. Oh, you had to play them all the in the same turn. turn. Oh. All in the same turn, and you couldn't play anything else. Okay. That that equals twelve mana. You only get ten mana per turn, right? So like, there like you had to have another card in there, which is the efficient Octobot, right? Which, when it's on the board, it's a one four uh, that costs two mana, and then when it gets damaged in any capacity, it just has to survive damage. Um, it reduces the co the cost of all the cards in your hand by one. So you had to at least have two of those cards in your hand. Use the Octobot, reduce the cost, and then when you get to 10 mana. But keep in mind, this is actually not in a live game. This is against the innkeeper, right? And this got so out of control when people were trying to figure this out that they <laughs> actually crashed the innkeeper servers. I had one of my friends pop into Discord while I was doing it and goes, What are you, are you actually facing the innkeeper? Who faces the innkeeper? And then he like looked and he's like, why is my whole friends list facing the innkeeper right now? <laughs> like he was very, very confused. So I had to explain to him. So after you play these cards in this specific order, in this one turn, you get a green card that is just like triple question mark. Right. And then you play that card on your next turn. So you have to not only make it to turn 10 with these specific cards in your hand, you have to survive one more turn to be able to play the card. After that, the board gets wiped. You get a puzzle that was on the board. For the rogue, you had a series of puzzle boxes, and you you had three keys on your board, and you had to like hit each puzzle box a certain amount of times to get the first digit to all equal the same number. Um, I think 
four was was the the method that they that most people came to figure out and that was the one that was widely shared i don't know if any other number will work i believe it's just four um but but who knows uh so there there might be multiple solutions to this particular one so that this one is an ordeal it was it was absolutely crazy so <laughs> the, the rogue one went, went, went pretty fast the warrior one took a really no the warrior one was the second one I, I believe that was solved the warrior one was kind of like you know that that riddle where you have the 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 chicken the bag of feed and like the fox or the yeah, weasel get across or the river whatever type deal. yeah yeah so that's kind of what it was with quillbores and orcs and and stuff like that you had to basically play that within the game um that one was fairly easy. I solved it myself. That one without a guide in maybe like seven or eight attempts was that one wasn't too bad. Um, the druid one was the, the this one was the one that was absolutely insane to me. Um, let's see if I could pull up a picture. Uh, While you're doing that, curious this question. Maze right here, yeah. The the question I have is, do each of these classes have to do the insane card combo just to unlock the puzzle? Yeah, each one yeah. has its own card combo. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. Yep. So this one was a little more insane. You have one minion and you have th three doors, right? And the door is either left, middle, or right. And it's not necessarily you're going through the door, but it's more of, think of it, you're turning your character. So you start at this purple box. And you got to get all the way to this top corner of this maze. Now, hitting the left minion won't bring you one space left. It turns you. So say you're facing this the upper wall yeah, of the purple so box. The hitting box the left will just... Moves you're you facing forward. the left wall yeah. of the purple box now. So then you have to go through and hit the middle one every time you actually want to advance. Yeah, so you'd, so you'd, people, be, you'd go middle, middle, right, middle, middle, right middle yeah. left middle left to get through that first sequence of six blocks there well kind of you, you you'd think but they made this really obnoxious by making the the left door so your 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 person has one damage the middle door has 99 health the right door has 999 health the left door only has nine health if you hit that left door too many times you destroy the door and you break the puzzle. Oh, okay. So, so sometimes you might have to rotate to the right three times or four times to, to actually turn. Correct. Left. Gotcha. Correct. So that's what made this puzzle absolutely obnoxious. So most of the sources where people have given the solution and they put it up, made it so you don't turn left ever. And they just give you three <laughs> rights every single time. Nice. Um, so that one was, well, you was got that it. one. That, you got it. I mean, I didn't get the this one. I, I used their solution um, because I, I, I said to myself, I'm not going to sit here. Like, Is look at this. Like, self? this this is insane. We're not going to I'm not going to map that out myself. Like, I, I as much as I love puzzles and riddles and stuff like that. No, thank you. I don't I don't have the time for that. It is insane. Um, Indy, you're getting attacked. The, yeah, the final one. The final one was this insane, insane trading game where you started out with 10 gold and you had all these minions on the board and you would drag the the 10 gold to one of the minions on the board and you would buy something 
And so say you got like 10 worn daggers for one for 10 gold. Then you take those 10 daggers and you give them to somebody else and they'll give you like three healing potions. And like you, it's this whole bartering game that goes on and on and on each. There's there's five steps to it. Each one has like 15 to 25 steps like they're Good It's absolutely grief. insane. I think I spent an hour on this one alone. It was obnoxious but it was like at the same time i'm sitting here going somebody figured this out like it, my it was question insane is, my question is somebody actually put this much time into like inventing this secret puzzle thing that i i just it, it seems like a lot like even for the even for one of the most difficult crazy insano mounts to get via puzzle it's nothing this convoluted and complex I mean, some of them have I been. I love yeah. stuff like this. I'm sorry. I, oh, I do too. I, I, it's yeah. cool. I love it's when it's cool, dumped but... in there with no answers or even hint that it's there. But this yeah. one's so extensive and it goes through so many different characters. It's like, who figures this out? This is insane. The internet. It's truly insane. We did it. And now it you can I'm not too. Try it. it is a I'm cool card back. I'm going to try it. Yeah, I love yeah. that card it's, back. It's Kalthos inspired. Like that, oh, that's why Phoenix, I love it. You got the orbs. You know. That's why I love it. Mm -hmm. All right. We've been running long, but that's okay because Jason's not streaming today, Chad. He's taking the night off, a little tired, so uh, give him a break. He'll be back next Tuesday. But let's slide over and finish today's show with some lore or lies. As always, a special thanks to our resident lore keeper, Lil Missy, who keeps us supplied with all the lore. And puts a little bit of fiction in there for you as well. You can follow her at Lil Missy, L-I-L-M-I-S-S-O-Y-4205, right on Twitter. Now, last week, the lie was actually in my statement, the first statement. Players did not sneak in using you know, hiding in a meat wagon. We actually pretended that we were a dead body and we were being taken in for parts. Then players had to dig their way out from a pile of Kyrian bodies. It was pretty gruesome, but it was, I thought, one of the cooler moments in the campaign. So this week, we're going to give you three statements, one from each of us. Two are absolutely true. One has a falsehood in it. Could be small, could be big. Your job in the comments below, either on YouTube or on readycheckradio.com, is to give us which was the lie and how. Again, thanks to Lil Missy for uh, helping us with these. So, here we go. A soul barrier blocked the way forward, but one of the stewards was able to salvage a Praetor that could pass through. With the barrier disabled, the group discovered the project that was being worked on. Uh, Kyrian flesh was forged into a monstrous construct, but flesh retains its memories from before assembly. Uh, Secutor Mevix feels... Uh, it is only right to take out Sherix, the Fleshcraft, uh, and the first apprentice, uh, Malkrex, before destroying the Kyrian Abomination. The Kyrian Construct is difficult to destroy as the Mallwalker, Secutor Mevix, Aspirant Thales, and three stewards join in the battle. Just as it's about to be finished off, it runs throughout the House of Constructs, taking out most of the forces. One of those statements isn't exactly true. Tell us which one and why in the comments below. Remember, the Relic Grind is going to air on Friday over on Mr. Happy's channel. We'll host it here. No show Thursday night. 
We'll have normal streamers throughout the rest of the week, and then Gaming Gumbo on Saturday will be taking the night off because we're doing the responsible thing and finishing our vaccines. Go get Yay. yours. Stop being silly. Go get a vaccine. Until next Tuesday them. at 7 p.m. Eastern for our next Snowbound. Indy, where can everybody find you? You guys can find me everywhere at Indy Garona. I use the same name on all social medias and Twitch. Um, I've been trying to go live every day. So definitely come stop in and say hello. And come see Lucy because she's like, she needs attention too, clearly. She definitely does. You you are not giving that cat enough attention. What about you, Zista? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Zista, X-I-Z-T-A, where just kind of been streaming on uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and like Saturdays now, or sometimes Fridays, doing multiplayer stuff um, while I'm setting up a bunch of other stuff. Uh, you could also follow me on Twitter at It's Zista, where last week we, uh, I said I was tweeting out to Little Missy, uh, do you respond to everything? And she responded back and said, respond to what? <laughs> that she, sounds about right. She was right. very confused. That sounds I had no about idea right. what was going on. <laughs> that sounds about right. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man One on Twitter. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R A I D E O, so we can tweet at you with all of our lovely volunteers hanging out, streaming games, or any one of our three podcasts. Tell your friends, stop on by. Until next time, stay safe, and we'll see you on the servers later. Mikey buying that $70 bundle? Hell to the no. If you buy it, I'll buy it.